0: Hey guys, it's Matt and Heather with the Joyful Family Podcast. We're so excited you're with us today. Before we get started, I just wanted to remind everybody about the Sunday night online marriage and family class we do through Zoom. It's completely free. Um, If you would like a link to join us, just message us, matt at ajoyfulfamily.com, and he will send you that link. We do it every Sunday night at 7 p.m. Central Time. It's just a great time with a bunch of people from all across the country and some other countries, Um, and we just talk about marriage and family and so it's a great time you can ask questions through the chat feature so join us on Sunday nights if you're available
1: yes and this uh, this Sunday we're gonna actually continue on a little bit on the topic that we're discussing today and uh, talking about prioritizing your home and setting up your home for success and that means prioritizing your marriage uh, your children and then the rest of life we, we fill our life with so much busyness sometimes it's very very easy to to lose focus and get distracted and spend a lot of our time and effort in the wrong directions
0: yeah and it doesn't take very much to get off course you know it happens very gradually but very quickly and so all of a sudden you'll be running along and then you'll look up and you'll go oh wait this is all out of balance and so um it's so easy to do that and so we have to make it a conscious effort to continue to keep our boundaries and our priorities in place
1: yeah and it's the most important thing and, and we'll start this is kind of the big three and, and we, we actually talk about this a whole lot but today we're going to dig into it a little bit more and in, in, in more detail but the first priority is God first marriage second and kids third and we'll talk a little bit you know like I said in more detail but the foundation has to be God first it has to be where he is the foundation of our marriage of our, our family um and it he started this out if you look in in exodus 20 and verse 3 he was very clear to the israelites that you shall have no other god before me and now in our culture we don't have you know multiple gods that we worship we don't have uh things the idols you know very often some people do but we can create idols in our life and throw things out of balance and there's some people that your marriage is out of balance because you honestly worship at the altar of your spouse over god or your kids or hobbies or sports i know that you know sports are amazing things but they can consume a family to where god comes second after the hobbies or the sports and stuff and so you have to if you want to have a successful marriage you want to have a successful family you have to build on the foundation god has to be at the center of it especially if you want your kids to continue in in your faith and you want them to share the love of god that you have you have to model that for them because if you show your children that god is uh, not a priority or is a back seat to everything else they'll continue that on in their own life
0: and I'll say that whenever God's asking you to do something, whenever you put Him first and follow in obedience, that's where the blessing comes because you're walking in obedience with Him. You know, not too long ago, it's been a couple years now. Matt and I, we knew we were supposed to, we knew we were supposed to be doing a joyful family. We knew that this was the call in our life, and we knew this was what we were supposed to be doing. But we were holding on to things that we knew we were supposed to let go and in that moment there was chaos because we were holding on to things they were great things it's not that they were bad or you know super crazy or anything like that they were all what looked like on the outside good things but we were holding back on what god had called us to do and it was causing chaos in our life our family was out of balance our kids were getting shoved to the back burner our health was out of um bound out of boundaries it was you know, not good. Matt was dealing with some health issues. I was too. It's just everything, our finances, it just seemed like everything was in chaos, but it's because we were holding on to things that we knew God was saying, let go. And when we finally let go and we walked in that obedience of what he was calling us to, it's like this peace came over our home because everything was back in alignment with his word and what he was calling us. And so in that obedience brings blessing.
1: Absolutely. And it's something that there's, it's really easy like I said at the beginning to, to let business overtake and there's so many times we're chasing good things um, there's sometimes it's stupid things like um, you know maybe like a cell phone addiction to games and stuff or whatever but a lot of times we fill our life with stuff that it's important like work it's really important to have a career and to provide for your family but it has to be in the right balance it has to be the right order so God has to be the foundation that's step that's number one the second is spouse a spouse has to be your number two um, the most important relationship that you have after God needs to be your spouse. And when we get that out of whack, we really open up our marriage for resentment and frustration. Now, there's gonna be seasons of life where work has to, to step in and be a priority for whatever reason. There's a certain hard seasons. I know whenever I worked at Love's, you know, when a hurricane hit, it was all hands on deck because it was this catastrophic thing. Or whenever my wife has had our children there's a season of life where the children dominate everything because they're infants they, they need that attention
0: but it's short term in those moments and we always go back to spouse so there may be a week or two where things are kind of off or you know things aren't normal for our house but we always go right back to god first spouse second and so we prioritize um our, li- our spouse and that wasn't always the case for a long long time as a mom I prioritize the kids over my husband um, because they're more needy right and they cry and they whine if they don't get what they want and so it's very easy especially for moms we get it out of proportion and the kids take over. you know they sap all of our energy they get the best of us and we put our spouse on the back burner oh they'll be fine they'll understand. And yes, that's okay for a short season whenever you've got a newborn baby and trying to adjust to life, but you've got to quickly get it back in perspective and back in, back in line. Because if we don't, then things aren't healthy. And so that mom guilt can creep in and things like that. But you know, the other thing that sometimes tries to take over our spouse as second is our other family, our parents, our uh, siblings, aunts, uncles, grandparents, whatever. All those things try to come in and take over um, and everybody just say oh your spouse well they can wait you know and it's an easy thing to get caught up in
1: yeah and the Bible is very clear on this uh, Genesis 224 it says this is why a man leaves his father and mother and he's united with his wife and they become one flesh there has to be a leaving part before the cleaving part and you have to leave the the confines of, of not just confines of the home but also that security net or that prioritization because as a child and even into your teenagers your parents they're your covering they they're your um, they're your priority and there's obedience that has to happen because your parents are teaching discipline and all of that the moment that you put those rings on each other's fingers and you say I do it shifts everything and the priority of your life and no longer can be your parents and we've actually we've talked to a lot of couples over the last year that when that part is off, there's so much resentment in the marriage because they always feel like one spouse is taking backseat to the family or, the, you know, or even friends or whatever. And so we have to make sure that the number one is God, the number two is the spouse. And Ephesians talks about this. Paul, when he, he kind of clearly outlined for a husband and a wife, but he tells wives to submit to your husbands as you do unto the Lord. What he's saying is, wife, your priority is your husband. It's no longer the mom and dad. It's no longer the opinions of grandparents, whatever. It's, it's your husband. And then he tells husbands, your, your job is to love your wife like Christ loved the church and sacrificed. That means you're putting your spouse over your own needs or your own your hobbies or agendas, whatever. It's that continual sacrifice that makes or defines the love of God. And so it, he clearly tells a husband and a wife, wife your priority is your husband husband your priority is to sacrifice and to serve your spouse and when we do it the right way we're pushing both together towards god but we're also making sure that the number two is our spouse and it shuts the door on resentment and frustration and disconnect because when we get that out of balance there's a lot of people that resent their kids or resent parents or in-laws because they're at it's out of um, balance, and I I really I've talked to people that resented the kids because they felt like they took a backseat to the kids. That's not how it's supposed to be. I've talked to couples that resented the in laws or parents because they felt like they were overbearing, and that's not how it's supposed to be. Our marriage is designed to set up as that number two relationship, and so and that means like my wife just said embracing mom guilt and it's a very real thing.
0: It is a real thing, especially if you work full time. I know there was a season I was at the office all the time and I was um and so then whenever I would get off work I never wanted to go on a date with Matt because I was tired and I had already been away from the kids and it felt like one more time that I was going to leave my kids behind. And so I kind of got out of, you know, I really struggled with that. And what we've learned is that when our kids see us put our spouse as a priority, they're learning how to have a healthy relationship. You know, if you look at your marriage and you say, do I want my child to have the same relationship that I have? Do I want my girls to have a husband like my husband? Absolutely, because he's modeling what a great husband is. Do I want my boys to have a wife like me? Well, when I looked at that, there were some things that I needed to tweak and to fix because I couldn't say yes to that. And so, you know, you have to fix those things and get them back in, pri- in the right prior to prioritization is the word. Um, but your kids are learning what a healthy marriage looks like from you. And so if they're screaming in chaos, that's going to be their normal. If you and your spouse are love each other and have your boundaries in place and all of that, they're learning that. And so you can put the mom guilt aside because they're learning what it looks like to have a successful marriage from you. And so look at it as another training process. You know, it's not mom guilt. It's you're teaching them. And so I had to I had to get over that and it can be hard, you know. And there have been weeks that we were gone a lot for different ministry things or whatever, and I would say, "Okay, hey, let's do our date night in cuz I don't I'm not comfortable leaving the kids tonight. We've been gone a lot. So, let's just hang out here. We'll have dinner, we'll put the kids to bed early, and then we'll watch a movie and have a date night here." So, even in seasons like that where we're super busy and it may not be possible to leave the home and go out on a formal date, we still make each other a priority and have a weekly date night even if it's here even if it's just getting takeout or a dessert that we eat after the kids go to bed or watch our favorite show or whatever it doesn't necessarily have to be that you're going out and spending a lot of money or whatever we've done lots of date nights here it's just giving your spouse that time and showing that it's a priority and so you can make way different ways where you can put the guilt aside and still um put your marriage as a priority
1: yeah and during that season whenever she was dealing with the mom guilt i i was on the other side getting frustrated and i I actually in my prayer time one time started kind of griping to god about and he's like all right lord i traded ministry for a sex life with my wife because she has nothing left to give me she's so frightened it's like and i was frustrated with god and which is completely not okay but what happened was is I had let my marriage come, go out of balance and I was blaming God for it and it was really my fault and so we have to take ownership of this we have to correctly prioritize our home because when we don't you have this conflicting thing going on to where you know you need to spend time together but you don't want to be away from the fact it's just it's just vicious cycle of emotions that's not healthy and so one other thing to, to realize though is whenever you do this right your children need the security of a healthy marriage when children are are raised in a home that is full of tension and strife and bitterness and frustration they feel it and so they need to know that mom and dad are okay they need to know that mom and dad love each other because it sets them up for success that security is so important to them and so there's a goal that we have uh we don't we may miss a week or whatever but our goal is to date weekly have an overnight stay with just me and Heather without the kids quarterly, and then have an annual at least one time a year that's multiple nights away from the kids. Now,
0: escape yearly.
1: Yes, that's yearly. Yearly. Yeah. Um, but that's there's also grace. There's seasons where it's been so so much chaos we haven't seen the kids. It's been so busy that like I said, we'll all you know we'll switch up the date nights and stuff. But they know date nights are important to us. They know that it's not that we don't love them it's that they know that they need us to be okay with each other and they need the security of a thriving marriage with their parents and so it's important those overnight quarterly stays you need as a couple time away from your children it's not that you're a bad parent it's not that you don't love your kids is that you need an evening together overnight that you can actually complete a full sentence without interruption that no one wants anything from you other than just time with your spouse and it's it's refreshing it's refreshing for your marriage but it's also refreshing for you as a parent you need that time absence makes the heart grow fonder you need that moment of just pause to say okay i'm just going to focus on nothing but my spouse right now and then when you see your kids the next day it's amazing how much it's just relaxing you know this year i mean heather for our 20th went to atlanta we were gone for five nights by the end of that fifth night, my wife was itching to get back home. She missed the kids. But at the beginning of the trip, we couldn't wait to go. We couldn't wait to be with each other. And so it just it helps your relationship with your children because it changes that perspective where, okay, yeah, I love my kids. I need my kids. I miss them. But I also really cherish the time with with my spouse. And so it's, it's so important to try to make that a goal.
0: Yeah, and so our kids, they're our third priority. So God first, spouse second children third and you know um this one is not hard for me my kids are i love them dearly and so but they take priority over work ministry over all the things right god is first and all the extra things you know spouse children then all the other things fall after them my kids know that they can count on me that if i'm supposed to pick them up at three o'clock i'm there at 255 I am never late to pick them up short of getting a flat tire or something and then I would make sure somebody else was there to pick them up and so my kids you know they know that I'm I'm there for them that I'm dependable and so our kids need to know that they are a priority in our life that they come before you know if they need something I will stop and get it to them if they need it you know and so um they very much are a priority they're not just trophies that we put on display oh look how adorable they are you know they're all fixed up and cute now just sit there and be quiet and don't talk and you know be my little trophy because I did well and you look good Um, No, we have relationship. We prioritize family nights. We prioritize playing games. You know, we were snowed in not too long ago and we sat around the table and played Uno and, you know, make their favorite meals, do special things. Valentine's Day, you know, my kids get a box of chocolates. There are things that I do to show them how much they mean to me and that they are a priority in my life.
1: And, And kids, they need, and I'll go back to the security. So when the home is stable and thriving, it sets them up emotionally for success cognitively helps them develop the way that they need to um, I, I, I want to give my children a a childhood that they don't have to um, undo the damage later on or have to you know I, I, I want I want to raise them in a home that they can flourish and they can be who God created them to be and that is that mindset that you have to this some of the older generation, um would have that sometimes where the kids with the trophies and kids be seen and not heard and you just drug them along whatever and there's balance because you can't revolve your world around your kids but you can't sacrifice your kids you can't put everything every need before over them and then hope that they don't resent you for it or have friction in your relationship or rebel you know we can push our children to rebellion by not giving them the the relationship that they need Um, And another thing, my wife, one of my favorite phrases that she says is that parenting is more caught than taught. And what that means is your kids, they see everything. They hear everything. And they're learning everything that you want them to learn and some stuff you don't want them to learn from you. And so if you want to teach them how to be successful and you want to have your faith be a legacy that you pass on to them and you want certain character traits to be developed, it's not just, you can't just tell them you got to show it. You have to be present in their life. You have to be part of who they are before they can catch it because they're never going to catch something from you if you're an absentee parent. They're never going to have a meaningful conversation with you if you can't put the phone down and make eye contact and show them that they're a priority. Like last night, I was in the middle of something on my phone and my son came in to say good night and I caught myself after he walked out the room. I didn't give him the attention that he needed and I didn't say I love you. So I put my phone down, walked in there and said, hey, I just want to let you know I love you." And he laughs and says, did you really come in here to tell me that? I said, yes, it's important. I wanted you to know that you are a priority and that I love you. And so it's just something that, like I said, we have to be intentional with this because it's the busyness and distractions sneak up on us really easy.
0: Yeah, and parenting, you know, the whole caught more than taught. An example of this is of about two years ago, Matt and I's health was at an all-time low. Um, he was battling some health things. I was too. We were both... Um, very overweight and we were not active and we started noticing those trends in our children and as we started taking control over our health and getting fit and getting active our kids did too you know we'd start going on family bike rides or they were out working out we have a garage gym and they'd be out there working out or going for runs and as we got more active so did our kids and as we started eating healthy, you know, our kids pick up those habits and they grab a piece of fruit instead of something else that's junk. And so they do, they're watching. And so for us, because we had some, you know, health things that we were battling, our health had to get under control and we had to take care of the temple that God gave us. And as we started doing that, our kids are following in our footsteps in that. And we're teaching healthy habits. And so that's just another example of them watching. And making it a priority because we want to be healthy and live a long life together.
1: Yep. And then after, so God first, marriage second, kids third, and then everything else comes into play. And something that my wife said you know, when we were talking right before this is you also can't diminish the importance of things like alone time, self-care. Uh, you have to take time to be the best version of yourself. And sometimes that's, for me, it's my quiet time before the kids wake up. Um, for Heather, it's, she has her own quiet time in the mornings, or maybe it's Heather going to the nail salon without anyone around that she can just kind of just be Heather instead of being wife and mom. Um, but, you know, friends and hobbies, one of the best things that emerged from in 2021 was we have some of the closest friends we've ever had in our life, and that friendship, it means something to us. It's it's helped us through hard times. We've laughed more with this these friends, and we've laughed, I think, probably in our life, Um, and we will go on group dates and stuff. It's so important. We need that connection. And so friends, hobbies, self-care, it's not bad. The goal is for that. They should add to your marriage, add to your family, and not take away. Whenever you are so self-absorbed that self-care becomes a detriment to your family, something's out of balance. Whenever you have friends or hobbies that focus all of your attention on and your marriage and your children suffer, it's... You've lost balance. I said these things should add to you, add to your marriage, add to your children, not take away. We have to find that right balance.
0: Yeah, because we need friends. We need godly friends that, you know, that whole iron sharpens iron. People that can call us out whenever they see us um, maybe drifting in the wrong direction. You know, hey, I noticed this. So you need those people in your life that are... That are comfortable telling you things and that you're comfortable telling things too and it just helps it helps keep us stable and um on the right track and so all of those relationships family grandparents parents all those things are important but they just have to be kept in their balance of where they fall and anytime they overtake my kids or my spouse or god then it's out of balance and it's going to wreak chaos in my life. And so and you'll be able to tell I know whenever I start seeing things go off, you can quickly tell, okay, my priorities are they're out of um proportion and i've got to get it back and it's easy just snap it right back once you've got them there but it does happen so quickly and gradually and you'll notice your life starts getting in chaos and then you look up and go oh yeah this is out of this is out of um priority in my life and i need to get it back together and so i do i you know i get it back but um so always be looking and watching and being self-aware of your priorities
1: absolutely and that's what something my wife has said for years i think she mentioned earlier is that obedience brings blessings and it's not that we're ever trying to earn god's favor but what happens whenever we do things the way that God structure and the way that he designed we put ourselves in a position for success and so talk to your spouse make sure you're on the same page um, and they said you know come and join us on the marriage class this sunday as we'll talk into this a little bit more and one of the things I love about that marriage class is that we also, at the end of it, have a and a that people can ask questions and um, they throw us some curveballs sometimes and it's, it's really, it's, it's, a, it's a fun time, but learn how to do this well. It's not natural for some people. It's not, you may have to fight instinct and fight your nature and stuff, but learn how to do your, your relationship with God, your you know, relationship with your spouse and your children the right way and it'll revolutionize your home.
0: As always, if y'all need prayer, please reach out to us, matt at ajoyfulfamily.com or heather at ajoyfulfamily.com. You can also reach us through our social media platforms. We answer the DMs there as well. Um, But we pray over you guys every day. And so make sure that you reach out if you do have a prayer request. We're so glad that you've joined us. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss the episodes as they come out. And we'll talk to you next time.